0: At ASDefense.com, we were already selling the best knife brands in the world when law enforcement approached us about making them a knife. And so, the ASD Centurion was born. Centurion is made of tough D2 tool steel, has a full plain edge, and fully serrated spine. It's like having two knives in one. Centurion also has a gut hook, skull crusher, and storage inside the handle. Get your ASD Centurion today at ASDefense.com. That's ASDefense.com. This is Casey Hendrickson on News Talk 95.3 Michiana's News Channel, your breaking news and weather station. Good afternoon. Thank you for tuning in. News Talk 95.3 Michiana's News Channel. I am your host, Casey Hendrickson. Phone number 574-2595-953. That is 2595953. You can also send a text message to 45364. Please put MNC at a beginning. At the beginning, at the beginning of that message, please. All right. Um. Sorry, I'm dealing with a headache. It's um. It's getting worse as the day progresses. So, gunmen in New Jersey targeted that Jewish supermarket, according to the mayor. Two gunmen targeted a Jewish supermarket in New Jersey Tuesday. This is the mass shooting that happened yesterday, according to Mayor Fulop. The police, a police officer, three bystanders, and two gunmen died after an hours long shootout broke out in Jersey City on Tuesday. The gunfight broke out at a cemetery and continued at a kosher supermarket about a mile away, according to AP and everybody else who covered it. Last night, after extensive review of our closed-circuit television CCTV system, it has now become clear that the cam- from the cameras that these two individuals targeted the kosher grocery location. Now, of is a Democrat, tweeted this out. This came after Fulop noted Tuesday evening that the gunman likely targeted the location. It is unclear if the attack was terrorism-related or why officials believe the supermarket was targeted. Of course, the suspects are now apparently tied to the black Hebrew Israelites. Now, for those of you who are like, that sounds familiar. Where do I know that organization from? Well that is the same group of people that harassed the Covington Catholic kids in Washington, DC before the native American Paul Phillips got involved. And then they blamed the Covington kids for harassing the native American. It was the black Hebrew Israelites who were there attacking and harassing the kids verbally. Okay. And they were also there the entire day harassing native Americans. That's what they were doing. Um, so now there's a couple of things. One, as people on the live stream have expressed, they are shocked that the Black Hebrew Israelites even came up in the media. Uh, furthermore, if you look at uh was it did I did I mess? Okay, somebody says Nathan Phillips. I might have messed up his name. Sorry. Um, Nathan Phillips. He's the stolen valor guy. <clears throat> so anyway, if you look at the the searches here: you have the New York Times, you have NBC News, you have the Enquirer, um, you've got uh, well National Review, Washington Examiner. That's not all, you know, new. Um, but the fact that you even have them talking about the Black Hebrew Israelites is huge, because they have refused to cover any of them previously. I mean, they all but didn't exist. When it came to the Covington story, they just pretended that that group wasn't even there. Uh, so now again, you've got at least one of these uh one of these gunmen being a member of the Black Hebrew Israelites, according to the information that we have at this point in time. Um, what the extension of that extent of that relationship was, I guess we'll have to to find out, but the mayor is out there, and he is saying that they are. Um, that they targeted this kosher store. Now, for those of you who don't know, the black Hebrew Israelites are basically a black supremacist group. They hate white people. Um, They don't like Jewish people. They don't like Native Americans. Uh, They have some very weird beliefs. Uh, Yes, they are pretty much fringe. But isn't it interesting how with the black Hebrew Israelites and all of these stories where people are covering them, and by the way, I, I am grateful that they are actually covering them, okay, because... They usually don't, but every article that I have read has been the fringe black Hebrew Israelites, and they're minimizing who this group is. Well, here's the, here's the thing. Militant racists in this country are all fringe because they, they, they're extremely rare, and most people go through their lives, and they will never meet an actual militant racist. It just won't happen. It doesn't matter what race they are from, Okay. Um, some of us will run into them, and I certainly have, but most people won't actually run into that person, all right? They won't ever meet them. So anytime you have an incident where there is a hate crime committed, it's really fringe. But they never say fringe unless, of course, we are dealing with a narrative problem. And the narrative problem here is that I got news for you there are black hate groups in the United States of America. There's actually quite a few of them. And the media can do whatever they want to go ahead and minimize all of that. And again, they're still fringe, but all of these hate groups are fringe. But they only attempt to minimize their impact when they have to cover this because it goes against the narrative. Uh, So National Review. The suspects in a shooting at a kosher market in Jersey City on Tuesday have been linked to the black Hebrew Israelite group. The suspects have been identified as David Anderson, Francine Graham, according to NBC4, which is a local New York affiliate, Anderson and Graham were in a U-Haul, U-Haul van in a cemetery on Tuesday when New Jersey Detective Joseph Seals moved in to investigate as the van was linked to another murder committed on Saturday. The suspect shot Seals, then continued to the market where they opened fire on a, an unhasidic Jewish man on the sidewalk and continued to shoot at people inside the store. They killed, uh, let's see, they were killed hours after an hours-long shootout with police. Uh, Anderson is reportedly a one-time adherent of Black Hebrew ideology, which contends that African Americans are the true descendants of the ancient Israelites. The Black Hebrew Israelites have a supremacist wing classified as a hate group. Okay, they do talk about the Southern Poverty Law Center, but nobody cares about the Southern Poverty Law Center because they themselves are a hate group. Black Hebrew adherents in February harassed a group of students from Covington Catholic School, which is the only reason you're hearing about this because National Review is covering it, okay? This would not typically be in any traditional press. Uh, Law enforcement official and Anderson published, a law enforcement official said that Anderson published anti-Semitic texts online. Again, they are anti-Semitic. It has now become clear from those cameras that they targeted this store. I'm paraphrasing the mayor. I'm 100% certain that the situation would have been far more tragic than what it already is okay had police not responded to the shooting in other words according to the mayor who is a democrat this would have been far worse if the good guys with guns hadn't shown up so fast got it most active shooters end when the police arrive in this case one of the four officers gave his life immediately trying to prevent that subsequent what sub- subsequently occurred Two more officers were shot trying to prevent it, and the Jersey City Police Department continued to respond and engage those people to minimize any possible uh, possibility of damage. So as time goes on, and it, you know, Black Hebrew Israelites has been trending on Twitter as well. There's going to be a lot of people um, who are in new media who understand who this group is, who has talked about this group for some time, and are saying, "See, we told you to watch out for this group." Uh, as some people in the live stream pointed out. Just so we are clear, the black Hebrew Israelites are responsible for more mass shootings than the NRA. It's true. 100%. Got more coming up. News Talk 95, 3, Michiana's News Channel. And good afternoon. Thank you for tuning in. News Talk 95.3 Michiana's news channel. I am your host, Casey Hendrickson. Phone number 574-2595-953. That is 2595953. Um, just tentatively kind of watching this a little while ago, a report came out that Harvey Weinstein has reached a civil settlement with his accusers that would uh, not get him any jail time and not cost him any of his own money. If that ends up being true, there is going to be a bunch of people who are going to be outraged over that, rightfully so, uh, especially since we have some audio tapes which seem to suggest that he was um, at least somewhat guilty of some of the accusations against him. 574-2595-953. That is 2595953. You can also send a text message to 45364. Please put MNC at the beginning of that message. You know... Uh, President Trump for a while now has gotten criticism for saying that or not saying, but but, uh, occasionally disagreeing with some of his advisors and some of the people around him. Right. The experts. How dare he uh, go against the experts? It's it's never a problem if anybody else goes against the experts. But if he does, then, of course, it's showcasing some vanity or ego or lack of knowledge or something of that nature. Anyway, the reason I bring this up. The U.S. government's claims of progress in the war in Afghanistan over the last 18 years came up as top officials in private were venting that it was a costly waste of time. The Washington Post obtained and published a massive trove of confidential government documents, which it says were part of a federal project aimed at figuring out what had gone wrong in the lengthy conflict. U.S. generals, diplomats, Afghan officials, hundreds of others directly involved with the war were interviewed, and more than 2,000 pages of notes taken on their conversations paint a harsher picture than the rosy one the U.S. government has been selling to the American public, according to the Post. Every data point was altered to present the best picture possible, according to Bob Crowley, an Army colonel. That's what he told government interviewers, according to the Post. Surveys, for instance, were totally unreliable but reinforced that everything we were doing was right and we became a self-licking ice cream cone. That is the quote. It's an interesting one, by the way. A self-licking ice cream cone. I'm going to steal that. The notes on the interviews, which began in 2014, were obtained under the FOIA, Freedom of Information Act, uh, requiring, following a three-year legal battle. With most speaking on the assumption that their remarks would not become public, U.S. officials acknowledged that their warfighting strategies were fatally flawed, and that Washington wasted enormous sums of money trying to remake Afghanistan into a modern nation. Um, Now, for the record, this goes back to 2014, okay? This is not stuff that happened like last week. And a lot has changed strategy-wise and uh, in, well, I mean, just culturally-wise in Afghanistan since 2014, okay? So just keep that in mind. Douglas Lute, three-star Army general who acted as an Afghan war czar, In the Bush and Obama administrations reportedly told interviewers in 2015 that those in charge were devoid of a fundamental understanding of Afghanistan. Now, uh, Joe, remind me, who was president in 2015 again? 2015, that would be President Obama? That would be Obama, right. Do you all remember, see, some people are acting shocked and they're trying to lay this at the doorstep of, of Trump, which has nothing, this has nothing to do with Trump, okay? Um... Do you remember multiple leaks coming out about how Obama was not telling the truth about Afghanistan and that his strategy in Afghanistan wasn't working? Do you remember that? And how he wasn't listening to his commanders in Afghanistan? Repeatedly, we kept getting leaks about that. And the press really didn't cover it. And, you know, the press is like, "Ah, oh, what? It's an anonymous source. Nobody believes anonymous sources. Of course, the press, you know, will run with anonymous sources and everything else. This could very well be those same people saying, yeah, okay, um, internally, yes, we'll talk about this. The strategy is garbage. We're wasting a ton of money trying to do stuff that isn't going to work over there, and the administration is not listening to us. Yeah, that was clearly going on. There was also a couple of years there in this time frame where things got worse, okay, and then they got better. Uh, So again, I want you to understand that this this is not new information. This goes back to 2014. So there are, you know, it's a multi-year effort to talk with people who have experience in Afghanistan and saying that yes, the American people were sold a bill of goods on Afghanistan. While there had been progress, uh, there were a lot of things that were being inflated. Okay, Uh, but you're running into a theme over and over and over and over again here, where you have. Multiple individuals, both in military leadership and in tier one operations, saying that the the people in D.C. did not understand what in the heck they were doing. They had no clue. And that was something that we heard from leaks and whistleblowers, if you will, uh, for many years under the Obama administration, many years. And in fact, remember the Moab? Remember when Trump dropped the Moab? He fixed a problem in a sector of that war that had been a problem since the beginning and had never been dealt with, and so he just blew up the base there the the uh, terrorist base there he just blew it up Problem solved. they haven't had an issue in that sector since then anyway five seven four twenty five ninety five ninety five three Bob welcome to the program Hey Casey thanks for having me man a huge fan. I just got to, I'll make this real quick. I I do have a question, um, and I know that you've moved on a little bit, but it's with the entire Democrats get away with everything and everyone else has to adhere to the law thing. I think that pretty much all of Trump's supporters feel that it's time for that to end. And do you think. Here's my question. Do you think that any of these Democrats, any of these people in the FBI, any of these corrupt people, even if they're Republican, whatever, I don't care. Any of these guys that are doing all this stuff, do you think that they're actually going to go to jail? Because I hope that they do, and I think that that would set precedent and run out a lot of that stuff. in uh- a lot, Casey. I- All right. Appreciate it. Thank you very much. All right. So here's this is a great question. And I know that I get this question on a various a whole host of topics. Um, They go back to the previous administration and Hillary Clinton and all of these scandals. Okay, do I think anybody is going to actually go to jail? My answer on anybody, maybe. Do I think Adam Schiff? No, no, he's not. Um, Do I think that James Comey is going to go to jail? No. Do I think that uh, Ray, who's the current director of the FBI, is going to go to jail? No. I think he might be out of a job soon. I think Ray might be out of a job after the next election. Um, and here's the thing. You have the inspector general today testifying, okay, that individuals who were discovered to have lied, not I made a mistake, lied to the FISA court, still continue to work at the FBI. A number of people who royally screwed up and abused their power, this is Katie Pavlich paraphrasing, a number of people who royally screwed up and abused their power are still working as agents for the FBI. Uh-huh. Now remember, um, Horowitz actually has said that you know, one, at least one of these agents who intentionally deceived the FISA court still works there. Now if you are Director Ray, that person should be gone immediately. So there's a lot of people out there pointing out that Director Ray is showing incompetence here. And there's, you know, there's some loyalty. Well, we're all FBI agents, you know, I'm going to give you the benefit of the doubt, that sort of thing. But look, you went into a federal court and you lied to people in order to spy on somebody who is a veteran who went to one of the military academies who literally helped America catch Russian spies. His name is Carter Page, because you didn't like the campaign he volunteered to work for? That's pretty sad. And so when you start looking at that, yeah, no. Now, I will say that Andrew McCabe appears to be in some trouble. Whether or not Andrew McCabe goes to jail, I don't know. And the likelihood that people are going to go to jail is probably pretty small. I will say that there are a couple of Like Durham's already gone after one of these FBI lawyers who is, he's, he's being criminally indicted. Um, So there's a possibility that that person may face some jail time. I would say that it's probably more likely that you're going to get some convictions with no jail time. Okay. That happens a lot in the United States. A lot of people get convicted and don't go to jail at all. Okay. So I wouldn't be surprised to see some of that. Um, But we will, we'll ultimately, we'll find out. And we still don't know everything that Durham has. You know, this is just the Inspector General report. So Durham is the actual criminal probe into all of it. And if Durham comes out with some stuff that, you know, he seems to be indicating that there's some really serious offenders here. And if he's got names and he's got specific instances with specific evidence of people breaking the law, I would expect him to be charged with, with crimes. Now, whether or not that leads to a plea deal where it's a misdemeanor and you resign or what have you, I don't know. But I'm not expecting people to actually go into prison, okay? There might be some convictions, might be some charges, but as far as prison is concerned, I'm not convinced yet. I hope I'm wrong because a lot of these people need to go to prison. They really do, but I don't know that that's actually going to happen. 574-2595-953, that is 2595953. got more coming up. News Talk five three, Michiana's News Channel. And good afternoon, thank you for tuning in, News Talk 95.3, Michiana's news channel. President's holding his press conference, he's signing that executive order um, which targets anti-Semitism and will allow, will allow um, some additional protections for the Jewish population in the United States. And of course he was attacked for being anti-Semitic uh, later, but, uh, or earlier, but we'll see. All right, so anyway, I've had an issue with my eyes for many years. I, I assumed I had dry eyes, but I wasn't sure. Now, dry eyes is one of those things that affects millions of people, and millions more go undiagnosed. And it's a pretty, I mean, it affects you quite a bit, right? So you've got irritation, you've got your eyes being dry, scratchy, itchy. It affects your vision, especially your night vision. So if you've been struggling to see things at night, you might very well have dry eyes. If you've got excessively watery eyes, I know this sounds counterintuitive, Uh, If you have excessively watering eyes, you might actually have dry eyes. And Southwest Vision Center can help you with this. And they're actually dry eye experts. And when I went in, did my dry eye test here recently, we found out that I was producing the oils to lubricate my eyes, but it was of low quality. So I'm on a supplement now. I'm on some eye drops now. My eyes feel much better. They, They hurt way less than they used to. And at, especially at night, I've noticed that it's easier for me to focus on things and, and be able to drive around. I've never really had a big issue driving at night, but my wife does. She's got dry eyes as well. So I've got these, these supplements that I'm taking that help with the, uh, the natural oil production and also these drops, which are really, really helping me. Um, they're just, they're fantastic people over there. They're totally professional. And here's the thing, you know, they're great with kids. And we often, I think, neglect our kids' vision. It's so important. They're in school. They've got to be able to see things. My, my uh, oldest daughter was recently um, diagnosed in school, if you will, as needing glasses. And turns out she doesn't. She's got 20-20 vision. She's good because we took them to Southwest Vision Center and Southwest Vision Center was able to properly ascertain her vision. My wife and I have both gotten our prescriptions over there. My wife has uh, some special glasses that she uses to drive around at night, which help her with uh, contrast and things like that. They're treating my dry eyes. I just absolutely love them over there. Fantastic people. If you need glasses, contacts, uh, if you want to be seen for dry eyes, stigmatism, any of that stuff, or if you're just looking for a routine exam, Southwest Vision Center is the only place that I recommend that you go. Go to swvisioncenter.com. they got three locations near you, swvisioncenter.com. When you go into Southwest Vision Center, please let them know that I sent you. All right five seven four twenty five ninety five ninety five three that's two five nine five nine five three. I ran into this now, here's the thing. a lot of people in the media won't tell you what people in the media do, okay, and I do, and here's here's the reason why people have asked me sometimes why I say the things that I say, nobody else says it one um this is probably why I'm not really invited to company events all that much. I don't care about making friends. I really don't. Um, If it happens, awesome. But I'm not going to go out of my way to lie to people or hide things in order to make friends. I don't care. I don't care enough about it. All right. There are people in this industry who just want to be friends with everybody, especially if those people happen to be famous or well-known, whether they are, you know, celebrities nationwide, internationally, or just locally. It doesn't really matter. There are people who just want to make friends and they want to be able to hobnob with the stars, if you will, okay? That's not me. I don't care about that. I'm from Vegas. I know plenty of celebrities, okay? Most of them suck. They're, they're not great people for the most part. Some of them are amazing, but they're just people, okay? They're just people. So when I tell you that members of the media genuinely get excited when a tragedy happens members of the media will run out there and they will tell you, that's absolutely not true. It's hundred percent not true because they can't go out there and go, yeah, it's true because they lose credibility. They open themselves up to attack. And again, it's not that they're wishing for people to get hurt. It's just that that's their moment to shine. Okay. That's their moment. That's where they're going to get their clicks. That's where they're going to get their name out there. That's where they're going to get their interviews and their opportunities materialized. That's when all of that happens is when there's a horrible tragedy and they can exploit it for their professional gain. okay? They won't admit that to you, but that is the reality for literally every newsroom I have ever been in, in radio, print, or television. That has been the reality. When tragedy strikes, that is your chance to shine, that is your moment, it's as if the curtain had been lifted and you're now on the stage, okay? They won't admit it to you, and they can't, really, because they'll catch a ton of flack And probably justifiably so. they will catch a ton of flack for, for telling everybody that that's the reality. So you'll run around and you'll see this in newsrooms everywhere. They will pretend. They will lie to you. They will tell you that tragedy is not something that they want to cover or look forward to. It's not true. Doesn't mean that they wish ill on people. Doesn't mean that they go to bed at night praying for people to die so they can cover it the next day. But they will absolutely get excited when a tragedy happens because it gives them something to do and gives them opportunities to shine. Okay, Here's another thing. Do you remember when uh, House of Cards was first getting going before you found out that Kevin Spacey was a, was a total jerk and sexually harassing a ton of people? When season one happened, I had a ton of people ask me questions about this because obviously I'm in the media and I've covered politics for a long time. Are the narratives in House of Cards about reporters um, sleeping with people to get information, is that true? And I said 100% yes. House of Cards, first couple of seasons, more accurate than anybody wants to admit in our country. Far more accurate, okay? I'm not saying that a bunch of politicians are running around killing people and having people executed and disappeared and things like that. But I can tell you from personal knowledge, personal knowledge, not hearsay, personal knowledge... A lot of politicians sleep with journalists. And a lot of journalists offer themselves up to those politicians. Um, I know a lot of politicians who who pay for apartments for individuals to live in. Some of those people happen to be journalists and reporters. This is a well-known thing in our industry. Okay. Now, we've got a new movie out there, uh, Richard Jewell, which is done by... By Clint Eastwood. This is all about Richard Jewell, who was falsely accused of being the Olympic bomber when, in fact, he was a hero. Okay. In that movie, the female reporter um, is portrayed as trading sexual favors for information, and everybody in the media is really upset about that portrayal. I'm going to talk about that coming up because I think it's I think it's important that people actually get perspective from somebody who's in the industry and really doesn't care about keeping the industry secrets to be perfectly honest with you because um, I know people locally who frankly are a little inappropriate with their sexual um, uh, behaviors some of it's teasing and flirting some of it's more than that we'll talk about this coming up News ninety 95.3 Michiana's News Channel Good afternoon. Thank you for tuning in. News Talk 95.3 Michiana's News Channel. I'm your host, Casey Hendrickson. Phone number 574-2595-953. The Prime Table family is uh, out there by the window saying hello. All right. Uh, I got to talk to you about All Natural CBD Lotion. This is phenomenal stuff. Uh, The website, once again, is allnaturalcbd.org. You can use coupon code KC10. And this stuff is great. Again, 500 milligrams. Well, you can get the 252, but I recommend just get the 500. 500 milligrams of full-spectrum CBD, okay? This is what you want in a CBD product. You want full-spectrum. You do not want isolate. You want full-spectrum. So if you go to allnaturalcbd.org, you click on the lotion. They have lavender. They have unscented. This is a four-ounce bottle. It will last you several months under normal use, okay? Okay. Multiple people in this building use it on a regular basis. Relatives use it on a regular basis. I had a, re- a coworker the other day say that their relative used it when nothing else worked. They were avoiding using uh, using prescription pain medication and nothing else was working. This worked for them. So they absolutely love it. They swear by it. The product just works. Okay. There's a reason I endorse it. And here's the best part. It's not going to break your bank to even try it. And you're going to be amazed at the results. It's only $19.99 for the 500 milligrams. It's $14.99 for the 250 milligrams. And again, you go to allnaturalcbd.org. They have tons of other products up there, including the dog biscuits. Yes, CBD for dogs is a thing. They also have a holiday special where you can get a three-pack from just $39.99. So you can actually end up saving about $10 if you buy three bottles. Perfect gift for everybody. Uh, You can also check out the bath bombs, you can check out the wellness shots. They have some, uh, some CBD vaping solutions as well. So go check them out, allnaturalcbd.org. Use coupon code KC10 to save 10%, or you can go to any local eSigWorks location and use that same coupon code KC10 to save yourself some ducats. All right, 574-2595-953. 95, 95, that is 2595953. All right, here's the deal. Richard Jewell Okay, New movie, Clint Eastwood. It's about Richard Jewell, who's falsely accused of being the Olympic bomber. Media figures are outraged over the upcoming Clint Eastwood film, Richard Jewell, blasting its negative portrayal of the journalists that upended the title character's life in 1996. Reviewers and reporters are slamming the film as misogynistic and even Trumpian, while the Atlanta Journal-Constitution sent a letter demanding the movie include a disclaimer stating that its portrayal of former police reporter, Kathy Scruggs reportedly trading sexual favors for a story on Jewel is false. Now, Scruggs passed away. Okay, we can't ask her about that. I, have, I want to make this crystal clear. I have no idea if she did or not. No clue. What I can tell you is it happens with regularity in this business. Okay. I know, I'll be honest with you, I don't know if I know of a female reporter who doesn't at least flirt a little bit. I suppose there are some out there and if you are one of them who listens to this program and you don't do that I apologize. But most of the females that I've encountered who do reporting and covering and that sort of they they at least flirt a little bit. Yeah, look. Um guys like being around nice-looking women. It's shocking news, right, Joe? Guys like being around nice-looking women. Okay? So a lot of these reporters, again, they're on TV, so a lot of them are very attractive, and they use that to their advantage. That shouldn't be anything that is considered sexist or inappropriate. Get the story. Now, I know guys that do this as well also. Um, I In fact, I knew a couple of people in the Vegas market who would trade sexual favors with prominent, powerful women to get these stories. That usually was reactive. In other words, the woman showed interest in the male reporter first and he said, you know what? Why not? I'm going to get the scoop. Whereas generally speaking, um, some of these women will uh, initiate if they're a reporter. Again, this isn't universal, okay? But it happens with regularity. And when I'm sitting here looking at some of the tweets coming out from members of the media pretending that this never happens and any suggestion that females in the, the, uh, the news media would use their bodies or their looks to go ahead and gain information, that somehow that is, oh, you can't claim that. That's misogynistic. It happens all the time. And we all know it happens. You see it. You literally see it. There are editors out there who manage <laughs> these relationships on behalf of, not like pimps or anything like that. But they will know that the relationship is a little bit more than just, I have a source, and they will make sure that the individual, the reporter, is safe when they do this. So I, this is a well-known thing in our industry. Do not let anybody pretend to you that women don't do this. And again, men do it to much smaller scale. Don't pretend that this doesn't happen. Okay, it absolutely happens. Like I said, all the time with regularity. I do not know if Scruggs, who is the reporter in question here, used to work for the Atlanta Journal-Constitution. I do not know if the portrayal of her in this movie um, is accurate with that regard. Okay, I don't know. I don't know enough about her, and I'm not going to spend a lot of time looking her up to to track down whether or not she was offering. FBI agents um, you know, flirtatious behavior or sexual favors in order to get information or insight. Okay, I don't know if that happened. Sometimes, by the way, sometimes this ends up happening in a totally organic and natural way and has nothing to do with, I'm a reporter and I'm going to go find some guy and get juice out of him. It, sometimes it's just you happen to meet somebody. You're at events. Somebody asked you out to dinner. Now you have a relationship. And because you're in the relationship you're privy to information because they want to help out somebody that they're in a relationship with. It happens that way a lot as well, which isn't nefarious, okay? But there also shouldn't be anything considered wrong with this. And they're trying to say it's misogynistic and that sort of stuff. It's not, okay? Use whatever tools you have to get the story. As long as the story is accurate and you report it fairly, you shouldn't have any issues with it. Um, But it does happen with tremendous regularity and the idea that all of these sanctimonious members of the media are pretending that it doesn't is flipping hysterical to all of us who are in the press and know it happens all the time we got more coming up you start 95 three michiana's news channel